Top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Hope everybody's having a good start of the day. Welcome to another episode of Talking Cancer, My Journey, My Way. And you're tuned in with your host, Louis to the A, Lopez. All I know is that it is what it is. Um, I am that guy walking around with stage four metastatic cancer talking about his feelings in a podcast. Hey, go figure, right? Um, No matter your streaming platform, I want to thank you for tuning in, whether it's Apple, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, you name it. Thank you for tuning in. Um, And thank you for your support. I really, truly do appreciate it. Um, If you've been tuning in, and staying abreast of my episodes, I've been going through a few things with UCSD. Um, when I had originally could have been diagnosed back in 2020, my my original diagnosis was in 2021, but I had went in um, for some for some rectal bleeding and stomach pain back in 2020, March of 2020. And at that time, when I went, uh, and part of the reason why I have this podcast is because I was probably the best way to put it, I was medically naive I wasn't a person that went to the doctor um, and I did not know or understand the urgency of things if there were any you know so um, I didn't do a lot of googling of my symptoms, trying to find things out, Googling of doctor words and things like that. So, um, so this podcast is, is made for those who, and to encourage those who, um, need to go and listen and get a better understanding because back in 2020, when I went, um, and if you recall, I had told you guys that the doctor had gave me some medicine. We talked, told him, told him what was going on with me, told him I had blood in my stool, whatever. Um, he gave me some medicine for H. pylori, so on and so forth. Um, never, never, never in that conversation was there any urgency, never any uh, talk of some, you know, underlying condition and the reasoning for a colonoscopy, colonoscopy. Everything was based around the H. pylori and um, what we could do about it, you know. So when you have something 
uh, like that. That's, I mean, you're, you're not, you have no medical history, basically. And that's kind of where I come from. I have no medical history. Very rare. I went to the doctors. I always felt healthy. Always felt good. So when I go to the doctor, hey, if there's an urgency for something, then that's what I expect you to tell me. You know? But because I was medically naive, I guess... From my understanding, it's my fault because I didn't read or understand what the doctor was implying. Okay, I'm going to use that word quite a bit today um, because that's how it was used for me. So I explained this story to you guys a couple times um, where I had found out about it, found out about um uh, the blood in my stool and the colonoscopy via the my chart, um, something I had never at that time in 2020 had never really um, looked at or knew how to even navigate. I just kind of look at it. Oh, okay, whatever. The doctor will tell me something. Um, and then I reached out to him and was like, hey, what was going on at this time? You know, uh, because had I known there was an urgency for a colonoscopy, I would have had a 15-month jump of knowing something before my diagnosis in 2021. Um, that's huge. And so I sent her the messages. The lady got back with me telling me, hey, the doctor did tell you to go get a colonoscopy. Um, yeah, but if you read the message, heavy, heavy message, probably about two, three paragraphs first of, of H. pylori, and then the last two sentences of the last paragraph said uh, something about, hey, uh, we recommend you go get a colonoscopy. That's about it. So I text the guy back, and... And I told him, I said, hey, um, is this H. pylori bacteria, you know, uh, contagious? Can you get my kids get it? Blah, blah, blah. They was like, oh, if they're not showing any symptoms, don't worry about it. You're good. And that was it. Never did they ever say, hey, yeah, the H. pylori is not, you know, contagious. But please keep in mind, we need you to go... Uh, set up a colonoscopy it's very important that we make sure that we um, check any underlying conditions check for any underlying nothing ever was ever said after that you know so I'm not thinking anything you know I was supposed to do a follow up uh, to see if the H. pylori was eradicated um I did get uh, a phone call once and was left on hold for about 30 minutes while they checked their calendar for an appointment. Um, after 30 minutes, I don't know anybody that will wait for 30 minutes to set up an appointment, but I finally hung up. Um, not thinking of an urgency because it was never 
brought up to me. And again, my, my medical naive, medically naive self comes into play. If you're not telling me then that there's an urgency for a colonoscopy, then, you know, I didn't go back. You know, it's like, it's like taking your car in to go get some tires changed, you know, go get your tires changed. And the whole time you're talking about your tires, what size tires, you know, and what kind of tires and blah, 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 blah. You know, that's all you talk about is tires. And then at the end, you get your tires changed, you get your car, you pick it up, go get it. And you're ready to go. You pay him out. And, he, and the guy, the, the guy tells you, um, get your check. You should check your transmission. Eh. You really don't pay it no mind because you went there for tires. You know? So anyways, anyways, I had a conversation yesterday with three people from UCSD yesterday. And after sitting on that conversation for a minute, I feel as if what they're trying to say is that it's my fault that I didn't understand what they were trying to imply when they said, we recommend you get a colonoscopy. Because that's what they told me. They didn't say it's my fault, but they said when they said colonoscopy, it was implied. And that's all they kept on saying, because kind of rewording it, you know, it suggests, it suggests, well, all I could tell them was that I am the patient, you are the doctor, and it should be implied that I don't understand these terms or that I have a lack of knowledge of the importance of the exam and you should say something. So we went back and forth for about 45 minutes as they sat there and tried to pick my brain and tell me basically that they were in the right and I was in the wrong. basically trying to tell me that this is the standard protocol for when somebody has blood in their stool. This is how they go about it until they find out for sure what it is or what it could be. Now, if somebody has blood in their stool, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have cancer. I know that. Especially now, because I do, now I do a lot of research. Now I'm, now I am empowering myself by reading and learning what all these terms mean because um, I know that there's an urgency. And I know that the doctor not going to explain to me what these things are if I don't ask him. You know what I mean? They're just going to say, yeah, this, that, that. And it's implied. 
That's the that's the the word that they used so much yesterday. Um, so when I sit there and I go through these things with them, and I'm telling them my side. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but it was implied. Oh, I'm so sorry about what you're going through, but it was implied. You know, and I know that I cannot be the only person out there that is medically naive. You know, I don't go to the doctor. I've never been to the doctor. This is the most I've been to the doctor ever in my life. And I followed every appointment, every every little step they're telling me to do. I've gone through it, been through it. Because I understand the urgency. Had I known that there was an urgency, and that doesn't matter if, you know, like I was saying a minute ago, you know, blood in your stool doesn't mean that you have cancer. And that doesn't mean that, oh, the doctor should tell me, hey, you have blood in your stool, you possibly have cancer. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, it is the doctor's responsibility, I believe. It is the doctor's responsibility to say, hey, there's blood in your stool and there could be a deeper underlying condition. Okay, it could be a number of things, but it's very urgent that you set up an appointment for a colonoscopy. This is a conversation I believe the doctor should have. Don't just write this off. Go get a colonoscopy. You need a colonoscopy. We need to make sure that there's nothing else going on with your body such as IBS or um, hemorrhoids or, you know, whatever. Whatever else could cause some kind of bleeding in your, in your, in your stool, blood in your stool. You know, but being medically naive, I didn't understand the urgency or didn't read between the lines or didn't read the implication of what the doctor was trying to suggest. So after I got out of the conversation, well, before I got out of the conversation, I just, you know, I just kept on, after a while, after hearing the word imply and suggestions for so many, well, at least 45 minutes of conversation, and these three people trying to attack me, per se, and trying to let me know that their doctor didn't do anything wrong, and I told him, I said, you know what? I, I didn't say that your doctor did anything wrong. But the doctor that had seen me at that time was a resident doctor. And we were in the middle of COVID. Could it be that Maybe this type of conversation um, didn't happen because the lack of experience being a resident doctor. Could it be that 
COVID toppled on top of that. Maybe the reason why we didn't have this conversation. You know, they didn't want to admit any of that. They're just trying to clear their name that they didn't do anything wrong. And I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of saying, hey, no. It's your job, doctor to patient, to let them know the urgency of the colonoscopy. You don't have to tell me I have cancer or anything else. Just tell me that, hey, it's imperative that you go get a colonoscopy to make sure that we rule out anything serious. And so I left that conversation and started thinking about it and replaying it in my head. And how I felt as if they were possibly trying to bully me to say something that wasn't true. You know, putting words in like, oh, you don't recall the conversation. No, I recall the conversation. I recall the conversation we had. And never in that conversation was there a sense of urgency to go get a colonoscopy. Even even if he had even said it, everything was based around this H. pylori. H. pylori, H. pylori, H. pylori. You know? And they just kept on one by one. One came on, hey, this is so-and-so and so-and-so. It's two people at the time, two two women. So-and-so and so-and-so, they're talking to me. One person will talk, and then every once in a while, the other person will chime in, try to reword that they weren't at fault. And it was, it was implied. And then the third one came in. This guy was a little bit more aggressive. It was like he was frustrated when he was talking to me. You know, and now that I sit here more and more, these, the way they were practicing, I feel, is wrong. Especially when it comes to something as serious as blood in your stool. True, not everybody that goes in for something with blood in their stool has cancer or anything else for that matter. But if you're going to test me, if you're going to do a colonoscopy, and that was another thing, hold on. They were telling me how it's such a dangerous procedure to do cause so many risks for a colonoscopy. Da, 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 da. Well, I remember when I went and did a colonoscopy, even though they were a risk, they were kind of they kind of brushed it off. Like, yeah, just sign this, just a, a waiver that we have, you know, for the risk because this things could happen. But we've done this so many times, just, you know, and they brush it off. 
But here the doctor was yesterday telling me about the risk of a colonoscopy and all of these things. You know, it's a trip how now it's it's such a such a uh, an evasive type procedure. You know. But when it was happening it was about to go down and I didn't have no questions. It's like, yeah, just go ahead and sign this this stuff we do this, you know, all the time. No worries. You know, definitely trying to fix it. And I don't think I'm I'm done with this conversation with them. Because I think that's what they wanted. And they were really trying to push me, you know, to be like, okay, I'm happy with, with the answers you're giving me. That was, it was funny. There was a point yesterday where I told them, you know, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry we took so long to get back with you, da 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 and we were just trying to look at all the information that we had and whatever. And, you know, so we can make sure we answer all your questions. Uh, to make sure we can answer all your questions. And I said, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. You were trying to get all your ducks in a row. Oh, that, <laughs> that was the funny part. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not trying to get our ducks in a row. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You know, their 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 voice, their the levels of pitch changed dramatically. Real funny. But yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Uh in regards to UCSD. They kinda left me um a little confused at this point, but as as I play it back in my head now, like I said, um I I don't think I'm gonna let it go. I feel like they were wrong. I feel like they didn't push the issue. It should be implied that the patient is completely naive and you should explain the urgency of a procedure that may be needed to make sure that there's no underlying conditions. It should not be implied by the patient what the doctor is trying to say. It should be implied that the patient doesn't know. That's why we go to the doctor to get the answers that we need because we feel wrong. We didn't go to medical school. And you know what? Maybe you're not me. Maybe when the doctor, maybe when the doctor says colonoscopy, maybe you understand the urgency. I didn't. And I'm not the only one that probably doesn't. Like I stated in the beginning of my podcast, this is why I do the podcast. Because I serve a bigger purpose, uh, not just for me, but for people that don't go to the doctor. And most of those people are come from um, a lower class kids that don't know that only understand how to survive and not thinking about their health 
This is the place I come from. And it should be implied that we don't understand these medical terminologies. Not just we, anybody should be standard practice across the board. You know, and I'm okay saying that when it comes to medical terms and terminology, I was and still am medically naive. I'm barely learning now. But now here I am at stage four, and the only thing that they could say yesterday was that I'm sorry. I'm sorry? I know there's nothing you can do about it now. But at that time, we could have addressed this a lot earlier had I even known or had somebody follow up on the urgency of the colonoscopy. That's me. I'm out. Peace, love, one.